Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Conversations That Connect Us. And I'm really excited today to have Jamie with me. Uh, Jamie is uh, another um, contributing author on the book that's going to be launching here shortly. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm really excited about what Jamie does. And I wanted to have her come on because it's not something that you hear a lot of. And I think it's an extremely powerful and effective method and what she's doing. And I wanted to have her on to share it with you. So welcome, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> Looking Happy gorgeous to and orange today over there. Yes. <laughs> so um, I want you to just take a second and tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, what you do for a living. All right. Yeah. So I am currently in Spring, Texas, which is a town that is north of Houston for anybody who doesn't know where it's located. Um, and then I have a business and I am what is called a feng shui healer. So what I do is I empower uh, badass women to create Zen um, without the stress of finding time using feng shui and a little bit of yoga as well. That's awesome. (laughs) That is awesome. And and I just recently met Jamie. So I've been, she's been popping up in my feed and I've been watching her do all different kinds of things and, and great, um, great suggestions that, you know, that she's making. And, um, and I know at the end of this, we're going to give everybody an opportunity to connect with you, but I really encourage you just to connect with her because just the stuff that I've been watching, the little things, you know, you read through them, they, they do make a difference. Um, well, I think this is your first podcast that you've come on, correct? Yes, it is. Nice. So what made you say yes to coming on with me? Um, well, I just, I mean, you've been popping up in my feed too, and then we're on the book together. So um, I just been loving what I've been seeing with you. And I love that um, you do a lot of work with um, like divorced women and stuff too, because I mean, my service could be good for that too, because when you're just coming out of a relationship, you're going to want to change your energy around from that relationship. And feng shui is a good way to do that because you can, we, because we go through decluttering, we go through cleansing and basically we just create a new energy for your home. So that's why I came on because I mean, they're kind of good because they kind of go together. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you're absolutely right. I mean, you have to think of changing, not just the the energy in the house, but a little bit of everything, you know, mm-hmm. really, no matter what shift you're going through in life, I think what you bring to the table really could help people across the board, you know, doing. Yeah. That. And yeah, I just recently put together a new offer because I have been finding that it could really help more too. And um, like I now created an offer where we focus more on your personal energy instead of that of a space. So we're cleansing your personal energy and changing around your personal energy to reflect because whatever your energy is, that's going to reflect on anything you're around. So we really dive deep into changing your energy. So everything else is also aligned. That's awesome. And I know you have something called feng shui your desk and I'm not letting you look at my desk right now (laughs) because... I mean, it's not too bad, but I thought that was just an interesting concept too, because you don't realize, I mean, talking about decluttering, making sure that your space is flowing the way that it needs to like that, that just fascinated me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably one of my more popular, um, offers I have right now, because, um, it seems to attract the attention of a lot of entrepreneurs because 
we're at our desks for most of the day. So um, that's mainly kind of how I created it with that thought in mind, because being an entrepreneur myself, I know I'm sitting at my desk for a lot of the day. And I like to have like, I like my desk to be a place I desire to be at instead of just like I get out of bed and I'm like, I got to go work at my desk again. So I have my desk set up to be a place that I love going to every morning when I get out of bed. That's, 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 that's true. Even with a lot of people now that are working from home, Mm -hmm. whereas before you're like, oh, I got to go into the office. Well, now it's like, I've got to go into the, to my, to my office or my space. Yeah. And it's all disheveled, you know? Yeah. I actually recently kind of helped my parents a little bit with their desks because they both work from home um, in an office here. So I kind of helped them out a little bit with their desks because they were the same way. They neither one of them really wanted to, you know, get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> so um, I helped that out. And my mom, we actually we decided on getting her a completely new desk. Oh, wow. um, and then we set it up after the fact to be happy, be like her happy place. So she definitely loves the new layout that we did for her desk. That's awesome. Well, and and. Again, I know everybody's going to have the ability to connect with you, but you do have multiple different things that you bring to the table, mm-hmm. services that you provide. And, you know, the desk one, I just thought screamed entrepreneur, screamed somebody mm-hmm. that has working from home, maybe has small kids or is trying to figure out a space in their house yeah. where they can actually work from. So I think that's that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what has been the biggest obstacle that you personally have had to overcome in your life? And what did it teach you? Um, I mean, more recently, I've been going through some mental health struggles. So I've, um, I would say that's my biggest obstacle right now. Um, But it's also taught me a lot about myself in going through this struggle lately, Um, which I, I mean, I also recently got my yoga certification And I have found that that has been like a lifesaver for me. Um, But it's just also taught me more about myself. It's taught me how to embrace, essentially embrace my diagnosis and use it in my business to uh, kind of push it forward and be a little bit more unique, which is why I feel like I have, I like the multiple offers I have because it's not just one thing. It's kind of all over the place, if you will, because you got your space, you got the desk, you got the personal energy. So I feel like that just that obstacle also helped me find ways to embrace it that I may not have done before. Well, and I mean, the fact that you're even talking about a mental health situation or issue that you personally are dealing with, people just don't talk about it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So the fact that you're talking about it, you're working through it, and it's teaching you in ways where you can help other people. Mm-hmm. That's very powerful because it's going to be healing for you, but then you're yeah. going to be able to meet people on so many other levels. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's something I have more recently learned that it helps me to talk about it in ways and it helps. And I have found it also helps other people when I talk about it because they may not have felt like they could share it. But then after, I share it. I have noticed more people willing to come forward and whether like they 
pop in my inbox and talk to me there. Um, I have just become more like more of that people person where they'll come to me. Um, and even if it's just for some simple advice or someone to talk to about different struggles they're going through, um, I've been that person for them. That is amazing. That And you should be commended for that because you're right. It's very hard for a lot of people to talk about stuff that they're going through, you know, yeah. so um, I'm very proud of you. And we've only known each other for a very short period of time, but I'm very proud of you and what you're trying to do to help other people in that space as well. Um, So what has been an insult that you have received that you have become really proud of? Um, I mean, more recently, I've gotten insults from like people saying like they don't like they're like you can't even do that. Like you're not Asian or something like that because they, um, they tie feng shui to like the Asian culture. So to me, that's an insult, but I'm also thriving doing it. So it's kind of like, it's an insult, but like, I'm in a way showing those people like, yes, I may not be Asian, but I'm still thriving with this business and helping others as well. Good for you. I mean, because, and again, that's where I hadn't heard a lot about, you know, feng shui for a very long time, because it does seem to be kind of connected to Asian culture. And when I found out that you were doing it, I'm like, that is like, that is very, that's interesting. And it was something that I had not heard of for such a long time. And then figuring out how you were doing it and the services that you were bringing to other people. I was like, this is just, this is fascinating. This is like taking this not spoken of, Mm -hmm. um, practice and putting it to to use well you keep doing that allow people to keep consulting <laughs> you because you're, you're you're making a difference and helping so many people um what do you think is the thing that you are mis that people misunderstand the most about you about me personally um honestly it's the fact that I have always grown up and I've been that more quiet person so they don't see me as somebody who I guess is in a way a leader or that can come out and help other people. Like they've always seen me as more of a follower, but I've also told them at the same time, it's always the quiet ones you have to watch out for. (laughs) Good or bad, right? (laughs) Exactly. It's always the quiet ones you have to watch out for because we're always I feel like that's where we get people is that we're so quiet that they don't expect us to do something like, like running our own business. And then when we do, it kind of blows people away. That's, that's true. And that's part of the reason why you're, you're probably an introvert and badass. Yes, it is quiet, just kind of over in the corner watching everything that's going Mm -hmm. on. And then all of a sudden, boom, you come in with this very powerful business, you know, embracing what's going on in your own life. And, you know, changing the lives of other people. You're right. People look at quiet people and they're, they're watching them for one reason or another. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's my thing, too, though, because I do that. And it helps my business, too, though, is being quiet at the same time, too, because I'm I can sit back and watch and kind of pick up on other people, not just what they're saying, but like their their energy, essentially their body language, like what vibes they're giving off. So. I embrace the quietness, but I also have blown people's minds. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what led you, 
what led you to teach this? What, you know, was it something in your life that you went through? Was it, did you have experience with it along the way? What led you to do this? Um, it's really, I've just had experience with it along the way because, um, I've always had like a, a passion for like the interior design side of things. But then like, as I got older and I was like, you know, arranging my own stuff around in my room and things like that, helping my mom arrange, I started noticing, I started picking up more on like the energy of a space. So like I started being able to go into a space, whether it be my room, a room in the house or somebody else's, I started noticing when I go into a room, I, I can feel when it's not right. Or when I'm like, when I know something's off or what, or what have you. So that kind of started shifting, um, started shifting me from the interior design side over to doing the feng shui side because um, I love being able to help people when they feel like the energy's off because when, you know, the energy's off in our space, it's going to um, affect your life essentially. So I like doing that and I have a talent for being able to sense the energy of a space and notice when it's off. And that I personally think that, you know, that's an art form because sometimes you can walk into a room and you know, like if there's two people in there who don't like each other, it's tense, Mm -hmm. feel the tenseness, but I can't tell you how many times I've walked into, into places and you probably pick up on it right away where something just isn't right. Mm -hmm. There's something in here, whether it's the, you know, the flow of the place, whether it's just who was in there before you, like, that that's very that takes it mm-hmm. takes skill to do that yeah yeah so. and I feel like I, I mean I agree with you it's an art form and I feel like um I I have that like I can instantly walk into a room and tell when it's off but then I can also look at a room and tell you what is wrong with the layout of the room also so I feel like it goes hand in hand because when the layout's off, it's going to affect the energy because it's not going to give the energy essentially a place to freely flow. Now, is that something that is, is feng shui something that's, if, if you're going to school for interior design, or you're doing, is it, is it something that's offered or is it something that is just, you um, have to seek it out? So you kind of have to seek it out. I mean, we did, it did get mentioned in interior design school, but it's not like super talked about. So I did the research myself essentially and um, found a certification program, you know, that had good reviews and stuff like that. So I went through the certification program, which was, um, which was a couple months long. Um, So I started doing the certification program um, in my last semester of school. So I kind of almost finished at the same time with my certification program for feng shui and then my degree for interior design. Oh, wow. This is busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what is, and you, you briefly touched on it, but what is the big ch- biggest challenge that you're kind of currently facing in your life right now? And how are you tackling it? Now you may have kind of already touched on that, but if you want to dig a little bit deeper into it and share more with us. That would be great. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's really just, I mean, the mental health stuff has been, you know, that's my biggest challenge right now. And I actually recently 
just got out of the hospital um, for my mental health struggles because I wasn't handling them or taking care of them. And it got to a point to where I kind of almost like exploded in a way or imploded. So I went and spent some time in a hospital to get help that I knew I needed. Um, And so that has been the challenge as well, because I was basically dark for a week because you don't get your cell phone Um, when you're in a when you're in a psychiatric hospital, you don't get your cell phone. Um, You're basically there. I mean, you still have freedoms and like there's a cafeteria and stuff. So we're not just like tied to a room or anything. We still get to leave and go do stuff. And um, I mean, we did one of the things too that helped me when I was in the hospital was that we did go do yoga. Like we had a yoga instructor come and teach a yoga class a um, couple times a week. And it was a 30 minute long class. Um so even though I was in the hospital, I was still able to practice yoga, um, which helped. And there'd be times where I would go to my room and do some yoga as well. But I mean, that has been my biggest challenge. And I'm just like I said earlier, I'm just finding new ways to embrace it. Um, I'm getting back to some kind of normalcy or the normalcy for my life anyway, um, because everybody's normal is going to be different. Sure. Sure. So, yeah. Well, again, I'm very proud of the fact that you're taking care of yourself, knowing when you need the help, you know, addressing it, facing it, and then finding ways that you can just infuse yourself, you know, and bring your experiences and what you do for a living into the lives of other people and help them. So, you know, again, I'm really, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> but um, what is the the one thing that you hope people are kind of hearing in our conversation that they, that they can take away with them? Um, I mean, really just, I want them to be able to take away like, and know that it's okay to talk about struggles, like any kind of struggles that you're experiencing in your life. Um, and kind of just learn how to embrace the, I don't care what people think attitude, because it's going to help you a lot. Um, It's been one of the big things helping me, especially since I started talking more about my mental health stuff. Like I've started learning to more so embrace that. I don't care what other people think. I'm still going to talk about it. So like, really, that's the biggest takeaway that I would want people to get is that it's okay to talk about your struggles. Um, I'm here if anybody wants to reach out to me and just talk about things. So, uh, and that's my next question is how do people find you? Where can they find you? How do you want them to connect with you? So you can connect with me in a couple different ways. Um, you can find me on Facebook, which I'm sure, which I'll, I'm sure she'll let you guys know, mm-hmm. like my Facebook name and stuff like that. But then you can also email me as well um, at rainbowqueenenergetics at gmail.com. Um those are going to be the two best ways to get in contact with me right now. And you're just doing a little bit of rebranding too. Yes. So I'm going to check out her new, her new brand. And, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of reasons to be, to be reaching out to Jamie. Not only has she created this incredible business, it's going to help make sure that, you know, the flow in your life is right. And you know, everything is, is set up for success, but also, because she's somebody who isn't afraid to talk about stuff that's going on in life. 
she's talking about a topic. I mean, you're talking about a topic that normally is very taboo, which is why a lot of people don't get the help they need. So um, I appreciate you coming on and doing that. But um, well, we're going to bring it to a close. It, it was great. So great having mm-hmm. you come on. I'm glad I was your first podcast. Now I expect to see you on a whole bunch <laughs> of other ones. <laughs> you have plans for another one, don't you? I think yes, I do. I actually have plans for two more. Awesome. Um, one of them. Yeah, I have plans for two more podcasts now, actually. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, that's awesome. Well, um, we're going to wrap this up and we're going to sign off till we have another episode of Conversations That Connect Us. And Jamie, again, thank you so much for coming on. And I look forward to continuing to grow a friendship with you and participate in the book together. And um, you know, I look forward to having you back on again at some point. Yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Bye, everybody.